Chapter twenty eight of Geographical Reader Europe by Frank G. Carpenter. This LibriVox recording is in the public domain. Recording by Betty B. Chapter twenty eight The Upper Danube from Ulm to Vienna. The Danube is, next to the Volga, the largest river of Europe. It drains a basin more than six times the size of the state of New York and is also connected by canals with the basins of the Rhine and the Elbe it is about twice as long as the rhine and is quite as important as a commercial waterway until about the time columbus discovered america the danube was one of the two chief trade routes from asia to europe then no one thought it possible to go to india and china by sea as is now done about the cape of good hope or through the suez canal all the spices tea and dried fruits all the fine silks pearls and other beautiful things from china japan india and the various parts of asia were carried overland to the mediterranean ports here they were shipped either to venice to be taken across the alps to the rhine or to constantinople and across the black sea to the mouths of the danube and on up that stream to be transferred to the rhine in the same way woolen clothes and other goods from holland belgium france germany and england were sent up the rhine and thence down the danube to constantinople the danube was also one of the chief routes of the crusaders the knights of the middle ages who went to the holy land to redeem the tomb of our saviour from the turks in our journey we shall see the castles where some of them were imprisoned by the robber barons for ransom between the towns of linz and vienna are the remains of a dungeon in which richard the lion-hearted king of england was imprisoned for sixteen months while his bad brother john ruled one day he heard a familiar air played under his window from which he knew that his servant blondel was outside and through him was able to make his escape to-day the danube has travelled more than ever although it has lost much of its commerce with asia it flows through rich countries which are now teeming with people cities and towns have grown up on its banks and vast quantities of lumber manufactured goods and food products are carried back and forth over its waters but we shall see all this much better as we steam down the river we leave Bern by train and passing through the black forest stop first at ulm a quaint little city at the head of the navigation of the danube it has crooked streets and old houses many of which were built before the new route to asia was discovered when ulm which was then easily reached from italy by several passes over the alps was twice as big as it is now we take a boat and row out into the river the water is yellow with mud and we look in vain for the beautiful blue in which the danube had been painted in song and story at ulm it is only an ordinary stream and we are much disappointed we are told however that the river grows more interesting after it flows into austria and as there are several towns in bavaria which we wish to see we postpone our water journey until later we first go to nuremberg like ulm it was a great town in the middle ages and is still one of the famous cities of europe its houses have quaint roofs with sharp gables they have many old windows with small panes of glass which seem to frown down on the electric cars passing below through the crooked streets there is an old wall about the town many of the houses have antique carvings and statues of wizards and ogres upon them 
and they are so jumbled together that we wonder if the architects did not have the nightmare for they seem to have tangled up the town in their dreams there is one thing however that delights us in nuremberg this is the toys there is no other city in the world where so many toys are made and no other place where you can buy them so cheap there are thousands of people who work at nothing else but toys they make all sorts of playthings dolls that will talk dogs that will bark and woolen kittens that mew so naturally that all the live cats in the neighborhood stop still and listen they make toys of wood and toys of metal steam toys and electrical toys and in fact every sort of toy you can imagine they manufacture so many toys that great boxes and bales of them are shipped every year to all parts of europe and our country to be there in time for the holiday trade after visiting the factories we linger long in the toy bazaars each buying some of the little mechanical wonders to carry back to america nuremberg has been noted for centuries for its beautiful toys in the middle ages the crusaders and others here got many of the presents they carried home to their children and it was here they were made the first watches which went by the name of nuremberg eggs because these watches were shaped somewhat like an egg from nuremberg we take train for munich the capital of bavaria it has a large population and is one of the finest cities of europe it has many beautiful statues and monuments it is noted for its music it has one of the largest libraries of the world and its art galleries have so many fine pictures that hundreds of americans come here to study painting it is also a great railroad center and a grain market and it has factories of many kinds there is one thing made in munich which many of the germans might think more important than any other what do you think it is it is beer munich makes vast quantities of this liquor and exports it to all parts of the world there are beer halls and beer cellars everywhere in the german cities and many gardens where the people drink while they listen to music from munich we take train for salzburg at the foot of the alps on the border of austria the alps extend from switzerland across southern bavaria and on into austria being then known as the tyrol we ride slowly out of munich and then move rapidly over the plateau of bavaria the scenes are somewhat like those of northern germany the farmers live in villages so we see no barns nor houses standing alone in the fields there are no fences the cattle are herded or kept in stables and the cut grass is brought to them we see men women and children at work there is a field where several girls are raking hay and here an old woman is kneeling down weeding the corn while on the opposite side of the track a boy is loading up grass on a cart drawn by a dog the roads are well kept and as smooth as a floor they form long white stripes through the green fields they are lined with forest trees so that we can see them stretching away for miles over the landscape farther on we ride along great beds of peat where the people are digging out their winter fuel and laying it in the sun to dry the scenes remind us of our travels in ireland there are miles of peat beds in southern germany supplying not only the farmers but also munich with fuel for the peat is cheaper than coal and it makes a warm fire we stop at salzburg on the border of germany and austria to visit the great salt mines of Hallen in the mountains nearby the deposits are of vast extent and great value they have been worked for ages and even in the times of the romans 
salt came from here we are permitted to go down into the mines accompanied by one of the workmen we first change our clothing each putting on an old fez cap and a suit of dirty white sailcloth such as is used by the miners we have thick leather mittens and heavy-soled shoes it all seems very odd and we laugh at one another as we stand at the entrance of the mine to have our photographs taken then accompanied by our guide we climb down one ladder after another going down 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 into the earth it is dark and the guides give us candles now we get astride of a smooth rail or board and slide down many feet farther holding to a rope at the side the descent is steep and it is only our thick leather gloves that keep our hands from being blistered and burned we drop rapidly and at last come to the bottom where the salt workings are we have passed many tunnels above and now see that the earth is honeycombed on all sides with passages long avenues which have been cut out of the salt rock go this way and that through the mountain there are so many of them that we keep close to our guide for we tremble to think how easy it would be to get lost and never find our way out many of the tunnels are crooked and long since abandoned some have water in them and a false step might drop us into a pool our guide leads us onward and at last we come to a great lake way down here in the heart of the mountains there are lights about the lake which aid in dispelling the gloom and we can see that the earth is not far above the water as we get into the boat we stand up and scratch off a bit of the dirt roof and touch it to our tongues it is as salt as the sea the lakes are sometimes allowed to wash down the salt their outlets being shut off so that the water goes clear to the roof great piles of salt are thrown into them and the salt is dissolved in the water this is the case with the lake on which we are riding lean over and let your hand drag at the side of the boat and then lick your fingers how salty they are the water is briny after it has become well filled with salt it will be flowed off through pipes down the mountains to great evaporating tanks where the water will be driven off by heat and the dry salt be left but here we are at the farther shore and the guide tells us to hurry he takes us to some little cars where the miners are waiting to push us out we climb in and with the men pulling and shoving are soon brought again to the dazzling light of the day a short ride on the railroad from Halen brings us to Linz on the danube where it flows through the mountains from bavaria to austria here we take passage on a big river steamer and are soon on our way toward vienna the scenery is even more interesting than that of the rhine the mountains are higher the rocks are steeper and there are almost as many castles and old robber fortresses now we float by green meadows on which fat cattle are grazing now we pass quaint old villages of one-story sharp-roofed houses built close to the street in which the goats and geese are picking at the grass between the cobblestones and now along hills terraced with vineyards and mountains covered by a thick growth of small pines at some places we are close to the banks and at others so far away that we seem to be in a lake rather than a river now we are steaming by a town of thatched houses little buildings of stucco with windows the size of a handkerchief see the girls doing their washing over there on that bank they are standing up to their knees in the water and pounding the dirt out of the clothes with long wooden paddles farther downstream a woman is bathing two boys they stand up to their waists in the water while she scrubs them with soap one of the boys is crying and we judge he dislikes his daily bath 
as much as do some of the boys of our country see those lumber rafts we are passing the waves made by our boat roll them about in the water and the children on the roofs of the raft houses are yelling for fear what queer-looking craft the logs are tied together in piles and upon each raft is a hut where the lumbermen live while they row and float down the river we pass covered barges so odd that they make us think of noah's ark they belong to traders who are carrying their goods from one danube town to another the traders live on the boats with their families and the children play about on the floor and the roofs they wave their hands at us as we pass standing so close to the edge of the boat that we fear the little ones may fall in we wonder why their parents do not tie little barrels to their children to keep them from sinking as the chinese do with their baby boys on the houseboats of southern china now we are stopping to take on some pilgrims who wish to worship at one of the shrines farther downstream the danube has many churches some of which are so holy in the minds of the people that they think their sins will be forgiven if they can only pray in them crosses sometimes stand in the village streets and the people pray there our pilgrims are austrian peasants of all ages and sizes from little children to full-grown women and men the women and girls wear beads and some of the men carry crosses with figures of the saviour upon them and all pray and sing and cross themselves from time to time now we pass durenstein the great castle on the rock containing the dungeon where king richard was confined and now other ruined castles each of which could tell many sad stories of the cruelty robbery and murders of the middle ages when this was the great pathway to palestine the traffic thickens as we steam onward we pass market boats wood rafts and grain and wool barges we move on in and out among the launches tugs and steamers of all sizes until in the distance we see the tall spire of st stephen's cathedral and the high buildings of the great city of vienna End of chapter twenty eight